You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we are setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall Sabraki, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, wife, and U.S. Navy Lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, world? This is Kelly Sabraki here back on the show, Misunderstood. Thanks for being here. I have an amazing guest. I'm so excited. I think I asked you to be on the show in like 2020. I have Sarah Medina here. The nurse Sarah, guys. Step up to the plate, Sarah. Yay! Our favorite little influencing extrovert slash introvert. We love you. I'm so happy to be here. You are a shining star. What's your brand? Your brand is very, I feel like, relatable. And you are introverted, yet you share your life, which is pretty cool. So true. And we just all feel like we're best friends with you. I love it. That is so true. Yeah. Like you come off like, I mean, you're introverted, but you are like when you're with me. I mean, we never met in person. We like met via social media. Right. Yeah. Instant besties. Like you weren't shy. But I feel like we knew each other so well. Yeah, I know. Like instantly. Do you remember like when we first met in person? Yes. Was in the airport? Yes. It was in the airport. And I was like, oh my gosh, this human is so much smaller than I thought she was. And I'm small. I'm 5'3". Yeah, so you're small I was like, too. You were so tiny. I was just like, oh my gosh, she's tiny. And you recognize me, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It was so random. It was in 2021, I think. We've been following each other for like years, like two years on social media, like social media besties, always cheering for you. And I was randomly in Michigan cheering on my friend at a pageant. And you were randomly in Michigan. I think you were at your friend's wedding. Yes. Oh my like, gosh, you have such good memory. Not in, I like wasn't in Chicago, You, which was where we probably would have met because you like went to school here and I live right. here. <laughs> Not in San Diego where you live and where I visit Jackie. It was like in Michigan. <laughs> randomly. Like, we were, yeah, and crazy. And then I was on a tasker and I was like, it was my weekend off. I went to a Notre Dame game and yeah. you were there, right? That's right. Like Austin. Yeah. And I was like, second meetup. Austin. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's so that true. So weird. And then you were here in Chicago. You were on orders and I met up with you here. <laughs> I know. It was like all within a three month span. We like hung out three times in a row. Wait, that Crazy. is so true. I love it. I know. And then we became like real friends. Now we're yes. real friends. You're yes. on the Christmas card list. Like, you yeah. know, it was so cute. I remember like when I first found you on Instagram, TBT, you had like 15,000 followers. Like we love to see it. Now you're like 35K, which is just crazy. But I love that you are so transparent about sharing your life in the Navy as a Navy nurse and sharing your then fiance, Zave, now husband. And I really think just a lot more women and, and men too, like they want mentors. They want to meet people who have had a path like you and like, how have you navigated it? How have you balanced it? So I want to start from the beginning, like one, why Navy nursing? And then two, like get into a little bit of how you met Zave. So why Navy nursing? My mom was Navy nurse. My twin did Navy nursing with me. My, my whole family is like basically military. My dad was an army artillery officer. Oh, wow. My grandpa was in the Navy and that's like how we all came over here. So yeah. I think I've just had like such strong roots in the Navy and I've yeah. always 
like nursing was never a question. And then like, I just wanted to serve in a bigger way. So it felt very organic to apply for the scholarship. So I went yeah. through ROTC, I applied as a junior, I got it. And I went to my mom's alma mater with my twin and I loved it. And thank gosh, because I'm still doing it. But yeah, that's kind of why I did it. It just rode the wave. Rode the wave. That's yeah. amazing. And you also, I feel like you post a lot about like your process for Navy nursing and ROTC, which is awesome. I mean, I was a medical recruiter and even I don't really understand like the process and like how that's different. So that's a great resource for people who are interested in that. Yeah. It's not like really widely known. Yeah. So I just like touching on it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then you were in ROTC and that's how you met Zave? Exactly. So we were friends first and it was so funny because he didn't join until his later in his freshman year. And I was just like, who is this kid? He has no customs and courtesies. He has no bearing. Like, I was just like, this is not the vibe. I mean, not the vibe. Not the vibe. I remember we were like, I was like, who is he? But eventually he like came into our friend circle and we were just like friends for a really long time. And my junior year, he, I guess like really found out that he liked me and started like, you know, we started talking all the time. He'd visit me in San Diego for breaks. And yeah, that's kind of how it started. On my 21st birthday, he gifted me like a sweatshirt and it said, cute enough to stop your heart, skilled enough to restart it, like a nursing Aww. pun. I know, it's so funny. It's <laughs> so cute. I know. And he got me in like a part of my life where I was like, I'm not dating anyone. I'm like done with boys. I'm just going to focus on me. But he was just like, it's okay. I'll wait. And so he was like so patient and he just waited. Aww. We were friends. And then when I was like ready a few months later, we just started dating and it was really, yeah, just natural. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So you started dating your junior year of college? Yes. Wow. You guys have been together for a really long time. Yeah, we have actually. It's kind of wild. That's crazy. I can't imagine being with Austin my junior year of college. We would have not have ended up together. Like no shot. You think so? Oh yeah. We talk about it like, all the time. Were you different? Like, yeah, different... he talks about how like he was like way cooler than I was. So like he wouldn't have like given me the time that yeah, he's such a jerk. That's he's so like, funny. if we met in college or in high school, like we would never have been together. And I'm like, that why? And he's like, because like I was so cool and I went to parties. Like <laughs> you were a nerd and you studied, and I'm like, uh-huh. Thanks for that. And Thanks. I like wasn't that cute in college. I was like me either. Like definitely not. And no. I evolved. And so he's like attracted to Kelly now, not college Kelly. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's a savage. He's oh an my gosh. Savage. He's like, I just have to keep you humble. That's fine. Yeah, he's fine. just always it's so annoying. He's like always keeping me humble. I love like, it. Like, what the hell is this? Like, why do you always humble me? Like, please. So I need my girlfriends to like build me back up. Because my up. husband's always like, he's like, Yeah, I mean, I guess you're really pretty, but like, you know, don't let it go to your head. Just get you. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my gosh. So your path is honestly more relatable than than mine. Like I talk a lot about relationships and like Austin and I balancing decisions together, but there are honestly a lot more women who, or, you know, just people in general who end up meeting their spouse in college. And then due to the nature of the military, a lot of them get married right after college, like immediately. Right. You know, and you guys waited, but I feel like because you've been together since college, like a lot of people are probably interested in like, how you made those decisions 
along the way. So I guess like, let's just start with college. Like, did you, were you already like, okay, this is my guy. Like we're going to be together forever. How do we make this work? Like, how did you make those decisions together about service selection and like uh, orders or that initial path? Right. So yes and no, like I knew he's super special to me, but we were really early on in our relationship. No, it wasn't my junior year. I think it was my senior year. We started was it your dating, senior year? Which makes it even more time pressured because I was yeah. graduating. He's a year behind me. Okay. Like, yeah. In age wise, we're six months apart, but I'm like always the youngest in my, in my age group and he's always on the upper end. So yeah, that was kind of difficult because he was still in college and he and I was getting ready to go to my first duty station. And I knew he was really important to me, but we weren't ready to take that step yet. Cause I think we had only been seriously dating for like maybe six, seven months. Okay. So it wasn't a long time, but then what's hard is, as you know, if you're um, in a training status, you can't get co-located together. Yeah. So like, it was just, we just kind of had to like figure out, is this what we want? So I graduated, we did the long distance thing. And I think a year, year and a half into doing the long distance thing of seeing each other every month, we figured out, okay, this is it. Like we want to be with each other. We should like put in like paperwork kind of, and like get married. So that's what we did. I feel like it's such a Navy thing to do though. Yeah. It's such a Navy thing to do. I want to circle back quick to long distance. Like, what does that even look like? Because I know I did long distance with my like college sweetheart out of the Naval Academy, which is hilarious because you don't really make that much money when you first get into the Navy. Like you're an ensign and I think you think you're going to make like bank. You don't really make that much bank. And you are buying flights with your partner. So I was easily dropping like $600 a month to like fly to Texas or fly to Pensacola because he was a pilot. Oh gosh. Like it's literally like you do not think through this, like how much money, how much work, like also we don't have leave. Like we don't really have leave when you first get into the, you have like two days of leave. Right. So what was that like for you guys when you were first kind of balancing that long distance? It was rough like the money piece a hundred percent because we're ensigns like especially like when I was an ensign and he still hadn't commissioned yet I was like well we're just gonna be poor but no that was really hard something that was really helpful that I tell everyone who does distance is find a really good credit card and like just put all of your everyday expenses on it so all your fun expenses can go like you can use your fun points for that so we use a lot of points that's smart that's I didn't do that I think I maybe did like an American Airlines credit card or something, but it still wasn't that. There's better cards out there. Right. I think Amex Platinum was really good. And then Chase Sapphire, those were like two really good ones for us. But the money piece was huge because we wanted to see each other basically every other weekend and we're just flying back and forth. And of course, it was like a big time thing. Uh, Yeah. So I think budgeting it was really like important. We had this whole tracker and it was hard also because I started grad school and I'm like paid for it out of pocket as an ensign. I didn't know that. Yeah, I started like, I know. I was like, I want to start my NP. I'm not going to wait till later. I'm going to start it now. So a year into being an ensign, like we're still making no money, right? And yeah. I was just like, I need to start school. So I was trying to balance both. So I just like strictly budgeted everything. And I'm like, now looking back, I'm like, I had no idea how I did that. But yeah, I think it's just really building into your 
budget. We did it because we didn't like live the lush life that we live now. Like now <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, get that pair of skims, Kelly. Oh, Manny Petty every month. Oh, seriously. Like, what do you want? And I like buy it for myself without thinking, which Me like, too. thanks Navy. But you know, when I was an instant, I did do that. No, no. At least now we can. I was shopping at Forever 21 still. Me too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Did you guys have a certain timeline of like at least you guys like once a month or like how did you kind of plan that out? I think it shook out. We like had looked at it. It's like every other like month and a half. So a month and a half is kind of like where we would want to be like, okay, we w- need to have our next trip planned and we need to see yeah. each other. Which is not super frequent, but it's like frequent enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Frequent enough to like still try. What about when you weren't seeing him in person? Like, what were things that you guys did to kind of keep their relationship like alive and well and fruitful? Because I think a lot of people think that long distance, I mean, long distance is super hard. So hard. But they're like, oh, you can't have a relationship via FaceTime or like it's not possible, you know? Honestly, we were on FaceTime all of the time. Like when we weren't at work, we were just like with each other. And I really like that because I'm not a big texter. And I think you know this because I'm awful at texting. So (laughs) if I ever don't text you back, you just I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm just like a person. Like I feel like I felt more connected over FaceTime. And even if we're just doing our own thing or doing like nothing and just having him there, it it felt like good. So I think that's what we, we kind of just like made that our routine. And I asked Dave too. And he was like, yeah, I think that was really helpful to like, make sure we've stayed really close. And then also, so we didn't like get into our individual silos of, you know, just doing our own like routine in our own life. We would make sure we would have these like intentional, like, I forgot what we called it. It was like an emotional check. It was like, how are you feeling? What can I do for you? Or like how it like, like more deeper questions, not just like, how's your day today? Or like, you know, no. just make sure we are staying like connected emotionally in that way. Yeah. I think that was really helpful, but it is I hard. I think what, where I, well, one, he like, wasn't the guy for me, but like where we ours kind of went off kilter, like long distance two years out, you know, two years in, I really started kind of having like my own life. And he started kind of having his own life, with like his own friends. And I had my own friends and, you know, he would like pop in here and there in San Diego and, you know, make a guest appearance. But how do you think you can like continue to merge lives together? So you're not just like living those individual lanes. That is a really good question. I feel like there's no perfect answer it honestly comes back to just like carving out that time and like going to see each other because it's like okay I'm gonna go visit you and like I wanted to visit you and just like be with him the whole time but I also like made sure to like bring my friends around and like vice versa so all my girlfriends were really close to him or they would always hang out with him and so I think it was just it's super difficult I totally get what you're saying but like you have your own friends you have your own life but trying to build those bridges so it's less of a drastic like path I guess it's hard I mean bottom line is super hard and you know hey look at you guys now you are married and you had a beautiful wedding and you have this beautiful ring and we're all very happy about it we love following it yay but as you were kind of navigating you being a navy nurse and him going through flight school he's a jet pilot right yes 
Okay. Yeah. This is like a super long pipeline for that. So like, long. Kudos oh. to him. Um, I feel like he's in voice school forever. Like forever. literally forever. But what conversations did you have to have when you... Okay. So this is a multi-parted question. One, how long did it take for you guys to finally be stationed together? And then two, like what kind of conversations did you have in order to pick the duty station slash like how did that work? Yeah, that was that's really a question. And it was really difficult because there were lots of conversations about it. Part one, it took us like four years, over four years wow. to get stationed together. Isn't that wild? From like when four I graduated. Because mm-hmm, I graduated like May and I left probably August of 2017, Chicago, of course. Yeah. And then we didn't get stationed together till like January of this year. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's a long freaking time. That whole time we are doing distance. And the limiting factor is co-location. So we had our co we were married, we had our co-location paperwork yeah. approved, which if you guys don't know, it's basically a process in the Navy or in the military to bring military spouses together if you're mm-hmm. you know separated due to duty stations. So we couldn't because he was still in training status this entire time until wow. Last year, September, when he finally got his wings, that was like, thank gosh, because now we can get stationed together. So that's why he gifted me wings, which is it's not what like the pilot wives and girlfriends wear, but I just think it's so special because like I feel like I almost went through this whole process with you, and it you was did. yeah in a in a very like different way, but it was so stressful. It was hard because like that's a really difficult pipeline and. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was a lot in a relationship. So I was just thankful that we got there. So as soon as we got there, he got his wings. I called my detailer. I let her know. And pretty much she was like, do you want to leave next month or the month after? So it was like super quick. Wow. And then I just kind of like dropped everything and went from one duty station to his duty station. So it took four years. How the colo... I mean, I've never been co-located with anyone. So you had your own kind of set of orders in your PRD, but as soon as he was out of that training status, you could like drop that and like move to go be with him? Exactly. Well, it That's was amazing. More so it was like on hold until he was okay. out of training status. So yeah, I was just waiting for him to finish. It was really wow. quick though. Thankfully, I was like... Uh. That's amazing. I think a lot of... That's a really good like a mentorship tip to a lot of people who... Um, are working toward co-location or getting married, dual military, because just in general, like having that conversation, you know, the Navy, I think the military in general, but Navy specifically, they don't really quote recognize you as a couple unless you're married. Mm -hmm. So they don't really care if you have a fiance or a boyfriend that you've had for 20 years. Like if you're married legally, that's what they will now kind of respect and alter plans for and orders for. But in my case, like not having a husband in the Navy, I still communicated that to my detailer. You know, it's like, you know, my, I have a husband, we're married. We, you know, we don't, I'm not just, you know, a fiance with a ring on my finger. Like we are married and he has a career. Yeah. And I felt very fortunate that my detailer really took that into account that, my husband's job is here, you know, in Chicago. And that's awesome. Yeah, which was because they looked at like sending me to Pensacola and like some of these smaller areas and bases. Yeah. But, and it, like, I think Austin, we, we would have figured it out, but mm-hmm. 
he was like, there's not really like an opportunity for me to grow in business in like Pensacola, Florida. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, no, no. You know? So yeah. So I think just having those conversations with your detailer is super important. So So I'm glad that worked out for you. I really didn't realize like how quick that was for you. Yeah. Thank gosh. It was slow, but then when it was good, it was quick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to know now that you are married and living together, what has been the biggest difference and like what tips do you have? Because I hear a lot, like Austin and I have always been together. You know, we never have to do long distance, which has been incredible. But I hear like people who go through long distance and they're so used to kind of having those two different living arrangements and lives, like moving in together, living together, all of that, like it's different. So has that been different for you guys? It has been so different, so different, largely a good different. So it feels so good to like be together all the time. And I don't know, I feel like we're, it feels good to like, I don't know, just have our own like morning routine and stuff. But like, it's just, I'm learning so much about myself because like, I've never lived with a boy, let alone him. Like I've never lived with you know, so it's definitely, a, we had a lot of like growing and learning to do. Like, I didn't know he was so freaking clean. Like he is so clean and I'm super messy. So like now I have to be more mindful of like, okay, let me not put my mess everywhere. And he has to be more of like, okay, like maybe I will let her put her mess here. Like I will give her this corner of mess. Or I have a, we have like a four bedroom house. So one of the bedrooms is just like my mess bedroom. So like, oh my God, it's just like finding all these like different things. Um, but yeah, it has been really different. And uh, I feel like I don't know. I, our relationship overall, I think it's been better. Um, but we really have to learn how to communicate with each other because we're together all the time. And I think I talked yeah. to you about this last time I was with you, but it's just like, we have like also different love languages, which I didn't for the longest time I was telling everyone, I'm a gift giver and I'm a gift receiver. Like that's how I give and show love and like receive love. And I think whatever it, I mean, that is just like what I've told everyone. And that's what I've understood about myself. But until living with him, I realized that I receive love in like quality time. Like I really need quality time, which is so weird because I didn't think I needed that before. Maybe because we were long distance and we didn't have much time. But now I'm like, I communicate with that, that with him is like, okay, I really need, I want you to be present or like, I need, you know, time like with you to feel more connected. And so that was a very like large departure because like for the longest time he would just be giving me like little gifts or little like things. I'm like, okay, I think there's like a disconnect. Yeah. So yeah, finding really like, it's so cheesy, those languages of love, but I think like there's definitely something to it for sure. It's so funny, Sarah. I literally just wrote love languages (gasps) down. Like like 45 seconds ago, I wrote that down to bring up as like my next topic of conversation with you because I know I was just talking with who was I talking about? Jackie? I can't remember, but we were talking about like, how can you really show love long distance? Like, what do you do? You know, in a lot of scenarios, right. it's really just like a text or a gift or, you know, there's, it, you can't do physical touch. You can't really do acts of service. Like that's really difficult because you're not physically together. Right. So that evolution, yeah, I'm sure it's because now you're with him and that's changed because you could really only like, send him things or he could send you things and you knew he was thinking about you because he couldn't do a lot of the others. 
Right. No, you're exactly right. It's so crazy. And that is so crazy. And I think since, and you probably can relate to this, but I'm like such a busy bee and I'm yeah. always doing something. I'm always super like, go, go, go. I have a million things on my plate. And, you know, being a department head, I feel like I'm always kind of working. So like for me to give you my time or for someone to give me their time is like the highest form of like, wow, thank you. You know? So like, yeah, that was really eye opening for me, which time oh. is currency. Like time is currency and you can't like get it back. But however, it's the most expensive currency. Yeah. It's so expensive. I will take my gifts in addition, <laughs> Xavier. In addition to time. Thank you. <laughs> in addition to time, I will still take my gifts. But he receives love by acts of service. So even though I hate it, like I'll put the dishes away or like maybe I'll like tidy up and be like, oh my gosh, you did this. Like, thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome. I did that. You I'm are awesome. Very <laughs> yeah. You can love me now. Yeah. <laughs> love me. I will take it. Yes. Austin and I, we need to go to like a seminar just specifically for the two of us because we were at a Christmas party on Thursday and we sat at a table with one of the Navy chaplains. And for those of you who don't know, like a chaplain is basically like a minister, pastor, you know, religious figure in the Navy. And so he's like, oh, like, it's so great to meet Austin. Like, I've heard so much about you. Boom, launches like couples therapy. And I was like, oh, free session. Like, okay. So he started talking about love languages. And Austin and I have had this discussion so many times, but we're so complex, i.e. I'm so complex. Like I, it's kind of just dependent on the season of my life. You know, like right now I'm in this, I'm in survival mode. That's how I feel. I am in straight up survival mode. My work is insane. I get home at seven. I'm like, never have time for myself. You know, I do all my social media, like commuting. I try to like not do any of it when I get home, but just kind of just like living from day to day. So I'm not really an acts of service person, but when I come home and dinner is on the table and the place is tidied up, I'm like, thank you. Like that means the world to me because I'm not even thinking about that right now. Like truly not. And I'm not to say like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like mad if the place is like trashed, you know, but it just means a lot to me that he took time for that. Yeah. But then on the weekends, because I don't see him as much as I want to, I get really kind of insane about quality time. Like if he makes plans, I'm like, Me too. what? <laughs> you made plans? Like, no. We are the same person. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he's like, Kelly, I'm just watching a football game. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I want to spend time with you uninterrupted. Yes. And he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I'm like, why do I love language? It's everything. It's literally everything. everything. Give me everything. I feel bad. Yeah. And I appreciate the gifts too. I'm like, wow, you got me a massage. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. Wow. We're the same person. I know. I, I feel bad for him. Like being married to me is hard. Austin is the sweetest. He is the sweetest. <laughs> I know. So sweet. Uh, and yeah. And he's a complex human too. Because I try to get, I try to do the acts of service and like, he says that's his, but it's like not really. Really? What is yeah. his? I know he likes football. I know he loves Dale, but other than that. Yeah, he does love football. He loves, that's pretty much it. That's all of Austin. <laughs> Congratulations. You know him to his core. I mean, when I do acts of service things, he like appreciates it, but he's not like, oh my God, like this is amazing. Thanks so much. Oh. I think like he, he's still like number one gift receiving. So, for example, I he's like obsessed with medicine balls from Starbucks. 
obsessed. <gasps> I love medicine Wants balls. Wants them every day. Like, he loves them so much. And so the other day, I, like, Googled, like, what are the ingredients for medicine balls? And, like, so I can make them yeah. at home. So I got all the stuff for him. And we made medicine balls on Sunday night together. And, like, three hours later, he's, like, sitting in bed. He goes... <laughs> I'm so happy that we just like, we figured it out. We made the recipe for medicine balls. Like that was so nice. And I'm like, yay, like go me, you know, like that's like loving for him. Oh my gosh. Wait, that's so cute. So it's like a combination, I guess, of access service and like gift giving. Yeah, that does seem like a combination. Yeah, he's a complex guy. But that's hard because they do say that like your love languages can change over time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, am I having a quarter life crisis? Like I thought I was a gift giver, but <laughs> and also there can be multiple. So yeah, that is difficult. Yeah. And then, like yeah. I said, I'm also being in this like survival mode that I've been in for a year. <laughs> um, just been so busy. I have found above all, like above everything, like words of affirmation, bottom line, like really really do it for me. Yeah. Like we can be so busy, no time for gift giving, no time for quality time, no time for acts of service. Like, you know, just none of that. But if I get a text that's like, Hey, like so proud of you. Hey, like you're doing amazing. I'm just like, thank you. (laughs) Wait, that's so cute from him specifically. Or even just in general, like I love how this has become like a love languages podcast, but it's yeah. important. Like read the book. I'll add the link in the show notes. When I went to the Army Navy game a couple weeks ago, like Jack, one of my best friends, Jackie, and one of my other best friends, Cassie, like sent me a text and was like, hey, you're going to do amazing day. Like can't wait to see everything you cover at the Army Navy game. And that just like set my heart on fire. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to go tackle the day now, you know, just because I got those text messages. Wait, that's so cute. Yeah. I'm like the opposite though. I really? do not like words. Like if you tell me something. No way. I will just like, it'll roll right off my shoulder and I'll feel like super uncomfortable. And like, this is why I don't think like the influencer life is not for me. Cause it's just like, you get all this like good feedback and I feel like, oh, awkward. What? Like I just, it literally, I can't like even Zave, like I think he knows to like be very sparing with his stuff. Cause I'm like, no yeah, way. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is that weird? I think it's the introvert in you. It's the introvert in me. And it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You like want the spotlight or whatever. Um, I actually wanted to tap into this, you know, our last few minutes together. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of the people listening like already are following you, slash, I've posted you a billion times. Like, they know who you are. But how did you start off with your platform? What like initially jolted you? And then, like, why have you kept it going? I just realized how, I mean, you know this better than anyone, but like how maybe like competitive or negative sometimes like the healthcare community, nursing Mm -hmm. like can be, or even like being in the military, like it just can be, there's just like little pockets of like negativity. And I just wanted to like break that and like just share my journey authentically and like try and like, you know, I show up and I talk to you about this. It's like sometimes hard to show up, like, especially when you get bigger, but like, I just wanted to like really like be someone that like if you know me 10 years ago someone that I could like look up to because yeah. like I didn't have that and you didn't have that like we yeah. didn't have these like mentors so like I wanted to show people like okay you can be a navy nurse you can be excitable and happy and kind I mean especially in nursing like I-, I feel like there's just a lot of competition or like nurses eat their young is a huge really so much like crazy it's a very archaic way of thinking but it's just like nurses eat their young is like sink or swim and I wanted to like be like nurses nurture their young and like you know kind of create that environment of like 
especially healthcare now, it's like so difficult with like COVID and everything that's going on and staffing. So I just kind of want to be like a positive, you know, person in that community. You are. I know you don't like words of affirmation, but you are. You are that person. (laughs) Thank you. No, you are. You, I remember like finding you and I was like, wow, like you give people the permission to be themselves. And that's awesome. See, that's words are so powerful for me. That's like so nice. I'm being so serious though. I think what you and Jackie do is amazing. Thank you. Like actually incredible. That really means a lot to me. And it's just, yeah, you don't get told enough. I appreciate that because that's, I've never heard it put that way, but like nothing brings me more truly. Like I'm not, it's probably an assumption about me that people think I'm being fake. I'm not being fake. I truly love when people are just like dancing to the beat of their own drum and doing it the way that they want to, you know, like all within reason. I get it. We are in a very specific community organization. There are rules, there are, you know, ways that we go about life. You talked about like Zaves, like, bearing and like good order and discipline. Like, yes, those are all functions in the military. Absolutely. But like, that doesn't give you, that's not a reason to like not be you, you know, like those are fundamentally like what's going to make us a better organization is that we all have unique things and paths and lives and relationships. And so like, don't you, you have full permission. You have full permission for me to like tap into that because, you know, yes. people like you going online and sharing about your marriage, your relationship so transparently. Like, I love that you post yourself in cute outfits in Santa Barbara and like Catalina Island and you're not a nun. That's like what, that's who you are. Like you truly totally. like do both. That's like you doing both. And like the world needs to see that. So I just think you're amazing. I think you're awesome. So before I get into some questions, specific questions. Yes. On a final note, like what's next? What's next for you? What's next for Zave? Like what's next for you and Zave? What's next? So Zave, he just got to his first fleet squadron and he's going to be like prepping for his deployment, which I'm sure that's going to be a whole nother experience for me because we've never done like, you know, a deployment before. Yeah. But that's going to be for him. For me, I'm going to be, I think 2023 is going to be a huge, I told you before that we started recording, like it's going to be my pivot year. I love it. It's like this year was rough. This year was, I feel like you kind of like going, going, going like survival, survival mode. But I think 2023 is going to be a lot of changes and I hope they're all good. We'll see. They're going to be great. Yes. But, um, more on that later. Yeah, more on that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you, Sarah. Everyone stay tuned. I'm going to do some Q&A with Sarah real quick. But for now, thank you so much, Sarah, for being here on Misunderstood. I feel like we really like set the record straight on your experiences dating the military, being engaged, married, long distance, like all the things, which is incredible. All the things. So yes, thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to kick off some questions with Sarah on the fly. I'm not really prepared for this, but I want to ask them. So first, I think you're a reader. Like, what are you reading right now? Any recommendations for followers of like things that really filled your cup recently? Okay, if you're looking for something interesting, like you can put down the silent patient, it's nothing to do with healthcare. Like, 
don't be confused, but <laughs> like <it's>, nursing, <laughs> nursing, no, no, the silent patient. And then 101 essays to change the way you think. I know you've probably seen it everywhere. Oh no. But it is super life-changing by Brianna Wait, West. Writing it down. Yeah. It is Wait, so 101 good essays. To change the way you think. Is it think. just essays? Yes. It's like a compilation of like really thought-provoking. I'm all about like how can I be a better version of myself, kind of like in that vein. Okay. You should read that. Awesome. And then what about like podcasts or audiobooks that you're listening to besides Misunderstood? Duh. Misunderstood. Duh. It's okay if not. It ends with us and the sequel. I've read that. Okay. Is that a fiction or a... It's fiction. It's okay. kind of fiction, romance, like rom-com. Everyone's reading it. You haven't seen it? I'm not... Oh yeah, you're busy. Okay. You're busy. I'm not you're busy. a big reader. I know. And it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I genuinely like don't have time. I don't have so, time. Yeah. Someday. I will get to all of these amazing recommendations. I wish I was that person. It ends with us. You would love it. Okay. I Yeah, I'm a big like listener to things because I get like on the way walking into work or like grocery shopping, I'd like pop in my headphones or doing laundry. I'll like pop in my headphones and listen to podcasts and stuff. But yeah, like actually sitting down and reading just never, You're like, never no. happens to me. Yeah. I'd rather like watch a Hallmark movie and <laughs> be happy. Like, okay. A couple more. What's your go-to Starbucks order? Um, my go-to Starbucks order is an iced Americano or a hot I Americano. It. I know I'm it. so basic. It's not that basic. My Americano is like for the bad bitch and all of us. And I said bitch with an E, so I didn't swear. Yeah, bad bitch. Bad, bad bitch and all of us. Bad bitch. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I literally ordered Starbucks ones with, uh, with the previous Admiral I was working with. And I was like, oh, can I have an Americano? And he goes, a black Americano? And I was like, oh, like, yes, sir. And he was like, wow, that's like really hardcore. <laughs> and I was like, like, desperate yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Caffeination. That's my desperation drink. Like typically when I'm on travel, I'm like, Americano, please. Oh yeah. Wait, also speaking of drinks, I'm obsessed with the spicy margs without the sugar. Skinny that spicy margs. Yes. I'm Good. obsessed. Good girl. Yep. Yep. I was like, my girl taught me. We, I know. I feel like when we're around each other, we teach each other so much like tricks and trades of life because we're so 100%. similar. Yeah. We were out getting drinks back in the summertime, which that night was so fun. Oh my God. So fun. Oh my Jackie gosh. kicking it in downtown yes. San Diego. So Three good. influencers walking to a bar. It was so fun. <laughs> but yeah, you like ordered a spicy margarita or margarita or something like that. And I was right. like, girl, gotta do the skinny marg. And I was like, and it's not even just because like obviously low sugar, like we all want that in life. But for hangovers, like amazing. Yeah, I felt amazing the next day. Yeah. I felt amazing. I was like, Kelly is so smart. Yeah, because I get the monstrosity of hangovers. So when I was like one time someone served me a regular margarita and I had two and I was like, this bitch is lying. This is not a skinny. And I was like, are you sure this is skinny? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, I know it's not a skinny margarita. No, it's not. And I literally got a migraine because I had two of them. So much sugar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just felt like trash. So yeah, I'm I'm like a savage when it comes to ordering drinks. Life changing. Life changing. Okay. Last thing. Who are you following that you're obsessed with that we should be? Savan Ayla. Who? Savan Ayla. 
She's Savan like Savan Ayla. Looking her up now. What you do not follow her? She this is, is why like, I have to have conversations because I don't. I'm not like in. <laughs> I'm surviving, Sarah. I'm oh yeah, in. you're surviving. Savan? So funny thing, I don't scroll on Instagram, so that's why I will have to catch up on your posts. I I'm very like intentional, but I will go to Instagram just to look her up and see what she's doing. She's a mom. She's a business owner. Her husband's a lawyer. She like launch multiple brands and she has impeccable style. She lives in San Diego and she like has some tanning. She like does tanning products and is it S A V O N? S I V A N. Savan Ayla. I'll have to send it to you. S I V A N. And Savan is such a cool name. She has such like a don't give a F attitude about what anyone thinks. And I'm like, this is like what I need. Yeah, this is what we need. Okay, yeah, following seriously. now. Yeah, she. This is also like kind of your aesthetic. Oh my gosh, it's my aesthetic. The neutrals and stuff. Oh, this is like this is your aesthetic. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm just wow. looking at like a uh, like really pretty like brunette version of your Instagram. I feel so. Well, like, you are a really honored. pretty brunette, also. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Cool. Okay, following now. Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate you being on the podcast. You're a gem. You're a doll. Manifesting huge things for you this year. It's going to be incredible. I hope so. You're the best. You're the best. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Thanks, Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you love, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you are looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall. The views and opinions presented here in this episode are those of myself and do not necessarily represent the views of the DoD or its components. Appearance of or reference to any commercial products or services does not constitute DoD endorsement and those products or services. The appearance of external hyperlinks does not constitute DoD endorsement of the linked websites or of the information, products, or services therein.